This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Happy damn Wednesday, six minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. How the hell are you? Well, I said two cuss words just opening the show. Um, uh, lots to talk about today. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Not a good day to go flying. Uh, even though it appears the crisis is over, the FAA uh, has, uh, has lifted its ground stop. Planes are, are going to be back in the air, but of course, as Trey pointed out, you know, you, you, you ground every flight in America, which is the first, this is the first time this has happened since 9-11. First time this particular computer system has ever gone down. And you land every uh, plane in America, and it's going to screw up all the other flights throughout the rest of the day, obviously. So if you are flying, you know, have a little patience, obviously. I, you know, th- this happened this morning. I-, I woke up to this. Most of us have. Uh, there, There's an operation system of some kind. Uh, I- I'm not an expert on aviation, but it's some kind of, it's the system that tells you when, other tells pilots, I guess, like when other crap is in the air heading towards them and stuff, which is kind of important information for a pilot to know. And uh, this national system went down, and so individual airports uh, or airliner airlines started landing their planes, and then finally the FAA just landed everybody. It's called a again a uh, a what do they call it? a ground stop. Was lifted around eight fifty, uh, seven fifty hour time, and uh, let's see, uh, affected uh, almost uh, forty five hundred flights. Uh, you know, I, I what, what was your reaction? What's your reaction? What are you thinking about this? Well, what's what's the first thought that came into your head when you heard about this? Um, very early on, uh, uh, Jean P- Jean Jean Picard uh, Clouseau, whatever the hell that chick's name is that runs, that's the press secretary that really sucks at her job. Very early on, oh, it's not a terrorist attack. Nope, we have no evidence. This is a terrorist attack of any kind. Got that out pretty quick. <clears throat> Why? Because everybody's thinking it. Uh, I don't know. It's just kind of odd. This is the first time this system has gone down ever, and it forced the landing of every single flight uh, in America for several hours. Uh, and uh, I, you know, I, I, I don't know that I believe that it was a direct terrorist attack. But hey, who knows? Maybe a dry run. Maybe let's see what we can shut down because that's how we were talking about this in Where and Rima. We talk about this a lot. This is how you, this is this is warfare in in uh, you know Ukraine, notwithstanding. And there's still a lot of good old fashioned warfare going down on planet Earth. But but warfare is evolving to a place where really it's just about shutting stuff down. Yeah, you know, buddy of mine, uh, he's in the medical field. We've had conversations. You know, if you if you shut down just. Just the medical, you know, it, it, it was computer systems with people's medical information on it. You'd screw this country over. You shut down the banking systems, this country would be screwed. If you permanently shut down uh, or irreparably shut down this system that went down today, you, it, all the, it, you know, uh, air flight in America would cease. Uh, transportation would cease. It would have a horrible impact on the economy and on people's lives. So I'm not saying that I know or that I have any information. I'm just saying my first thought was, wow, this feels like a dry run. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, there's still, you know, Fox is still covering this. I don't know if it's going to be covered all day. I, I know we, we have other things going on that uh, a lot of folks in the media probably don't want to talk about. But this this thing with the uh, with the with the airplane with the uh, with the flight systems uh, these these inf- these 
this computer system, again, that communicates with operational folks within aviation, pilots and people who are uh, tasked with making sure big, heavy things in the air don't run into each other. That system went down. And I just thought it was odd. That's all. Well, especially after the Southwest thing. We, we were, you know, it was, it's, it was news yesterday that Southwest is still trying to uh, figure out how to take care of folks after everything that happened during this cold snap. And again, based upon what I've heard, that issue largely also was a computer issue. Where antiquated computer systems uh, within Southwest, because they hadn't updated these things in so long, just went down. Just couldn't handle the weight of all the information it was trying to process uh, with people and the weather and all that stuff. So, arguably, you've had two, you know, if you look at the, optically, the, the surface level of this thing, you've had two major uh, uh, events happen within American aviation, uh, within our, our uh, aviation industry, our, our flight, our airfare in- industry, uh, that were, were, were crippling to this country, and they happened fairly close to one another. I, I'm just saying it's one of those things that makes me go, hmm, just hmm, interesting. I don't know. Again, I don't know. I'm not saying that I do. I'm just saying I heard about this when I was driving in, obviously, because it happened this morning. And uh, uh, well, actually, I heard about it when I first got up this morning. I was kind of getting to get getting myself together, and that was just my my first thought. Now, maybe that's just a natural affect of uh, of living in a post nine eleven world, which we still are living in, by the way. And uh, when something like this happens, you just sort of immediately think terrorism. But you know, it doesn't mean it doesn't have to have been, uh, you know, uh, weird guys in turbans uh, speaking about or you know screaming about Allah. It could have been I don't know the Chinese. Maybe the Chinese tried this. I don't know. Maybe Russia. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm just saying. My first initial thought was, hmm, that's that's strange. A system that's never gone down before suddenly went down. Hey, Brad, Brad, how you doing? <clears throat> Brad, uh, let me try again. Oh, it's not coming in. Oh, there you are. Brad, there you are. How you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing okay. I don't know about you and Trey, but uh, knowing that Pete Buttigieg is <laughs> in charge of our transportation and aviation infrastructure stuff, I sleep a lot better at night knowing that a man like that, if he's back from maternity leave, uh, <laughs> is is on the job and going to get everything squared away enough. When he's not breastfeeding. Know. When he's not chest feeding, of course. Yeah, you know, and... Uh, God, God bless him for, what, six months of paid paternity leave or whatever. Uh, I, I hope he had a real good deputy or administrative assistant or receptionist to answer the phone in the office. But, well, you know, I'm like you. Uh, Sean, I, 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 I'd hate to think that our uh, aviation IT computer network thing was that vulnerable and had not been hardened and had not been... Uh, antivirus protected and it's all just kind of odd that it just suddenly went down you know i mean it's kind of weird <laughs> it's never happened yeah, before I, I, I think the problem with conspiracies is the uh, conspiracy always assumes that uh, the government is a lot more competent than it really is well I think this could just be we probably still have 1970s quality <laughs> computer technology running at the airports, you know. And I appreciate you, Brad, I appreciate the call. I I agree with you because that's a thought I've all, that's kind of a conundrum. I said conundrum. I just said it again. That's a conundrum I've had with this particular rabble since Biden got into office and even before that is I'm, I'm never quite sure if everything that is happening and everything that does happen is the result of some nefarious plot uh, by the swamp, if you will, to take over the whole shebang and 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 really uh, reform this country into something other, or if they're just dumbasses, you know, I don't know. I I, I tend to think because this tends to be true of a lot of things. I, I think it tends to be some. The truth tends to be somewhere in the middle. I, I think there's a lot of dumbassery, and I also think there's a lot of evil, if you will, evil plotting and intentionality. Uh, again, I have no idea in this in, in regards to this story whether that's true or not. It's just that was my first my first thought. Um, let's take one more quick call. Let's go to Jacob. Jacob, how you doing? Hey, this is Jacob. I'm just calling. Uh, sure. 
about uh, the radio signals, I guess, that have been going uh, kind of crazy ever since the ninth. Uh, the solar flare from oh, right. I guess got released towards Earth, and so on the NOAA website, it's been talking about radio blackouts and potentially GPS this, um, I guess, communication going on. So I don't know if it has to do with that, but I just thought I'd bring that up to you. With the solar activity, I I, I don't know. Um, I appreciate the call, man. I I, I, I it's possible we're we there's still a lot about that sort of thing that we really don't know. Uh, and and moreover, a lot of our technology is new, so we don't know how it reacts. Anyway, I, I all I know is that if you wanted to cripple America, hack into something and shut it off. You just mentioned GPS. What if somehow you could shut down a bunch of satellites, you know, and and people lost, and and GPS was suddenly gone out of our lives? I, there's all kinds of ways that you could mess with this country just by shutting stuff down, man. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Let's go ahead and take a break. I, I know I made it seventeen minutes into the gig without mentioning the big story of the day, which of course was the Golden Globes at the Beverly Hills Hilton Hotel last night. And uh, boy, that's such a big, important story. We got to talk about that when we get back. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSa. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA. Uh, I just saw, I, I, and I've seen it before, but I just accidentally saw the cover of Harry Prince Harry's book, Spare, where the camera's basically up his, up his nose. You're like right up on his face. Nah, he's not a narcissist at all, is he? Speaking of narcissism, uh, the Golden Globes were last night. Um, I, I knew they were on, I, I guess I could have watched them, but I, I was a bad talk show host and I didn't watch the Golden Globes out of the Beverly Hills Hilton Hotel, uh, predominantly because the, well, first off, I don't care anymore and I'm sick of being preached to by freaking celebrities who, who for some bizarre reason just can't be happy being rich and famous. They also got to tell my ass how to live while uh, how to live and how to think while you know wanting that fifteen bucks from me uh, for every or twenty bucks for every movie ticket I buy. So whatever, I, I just I, I don't have it for award shows anymore. You know, honestly, Will Smith smacking Chris Rock was the most interesting thing that's happened at an award show in a long time. Plus, the only movie I've seen that was up for anything was freaking Elvis. You know, I haven't seen any of the other movies. They're all artsy-fartsy movies. I love artsy-fartsy movies. I just haven't seen any of the artsy-fartsy movies that were up for awards last night. The kid who played um, the kid uh, in, in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, the kid who played Short Round got an award. He's, he's revived his career, apparently. Uh, Austin Butler, who played Elvis in the movie, is getting some flack today because he got the he got best actor, I guess. And when he did his acceptance speech, he was still talking like Elvis. So maybe he's just you know he just can't unchannel the king. I don't know. Dude doesn't look anything like Elvis when he's out of the movie. It's weird, which is cool. That's called acting. But still, I I just you know I guess he's still talking like Elvis. Uh, President uh, Volodymyr Zelensky from Ukraine made an appearance at the Golden Globes last night because he loves rich and famous people, and uh, it was pre-recorded. But Sean Penn got to freaking introduce him, and I'm glad I didn't see that because I would have puked up my ready meal from HEB. Okay, so I I I, I don't I, I don't know what happened. I don't beyond Eddie Murphy saying, uh, let's see, what did he say? Eddie Murphy had a great line. Uh, and he referenced, actually referenced uh, Will Smith. Uh, he, he said something about all you got to do in life is, uh, let me see if I can uh, find the quote real quick. I didn't plan to talk about it real quick. You got it? You got the audio already? Well, I was going to get it edited for you, but. Well, we can't because he, right. Well, I can edit it because I'm a professional, <laughs> Sean. I know you. Well, here's what, here, I'll just, I'll just quote him real quick and I'll drop yeah. the word out. Uh, let's see. There is a definite blueprint that you can follow to achieve success, prosperity, longevity, and peace of mind. It's very simple. Just do these three things. Pay your taxes, mind your business, and keep Will Smith's wife's name out your blanking mouth. (laughs) Now that's funny. 
But he's Murphy. He's he's Eddie. There's nobody funnier on planet Earth than Eddie Murphy, in my opinion. Uh, in opinion. So beyond that, no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't watch the. I didn't watch the Golden Globes. So I, I missed it. I, I I haven't seen Steven Spielberg's new movie. I I have no desire to see Steven Spielberg's new movie. Uh, there's so many freaking TV shows out right now that I can't keep up with them. No, I have not seen a single episode of Yellowstone. And, uh, wow, Brian, Brian Cranston's in a new, another series. Uh, it's in its second season, I guess, called The Judge. Is that what it's called? Your Honor or something like that? Where, oddly, he plays a normal human being who suffers moral decay as he makes bad moral decisions uh, to protect his family. Sounds like that other show he did. I'm just saying. <laughs> the other show he did was great. But I, I, I saw the, uh, the, the, some of the trailers for the new show. Again, not new. It's in its second season. It's like it's just Breaking Bad. Only now he's a judge instead of a chemistry teacher. So there's my in-depth analysis of the Golden Globes last night. Don't know. Don't care. Uh, I I will be interested interested to see what the ratings were because these award shows, classically, whether you're talking about the Oscars or the freaking Golden Globes, they they've been losing audience for a number of years because. Well, people are just sick of it. They're just <laughs> they're, they're 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 just no fun anymore, man. So uh, I, I I had too much intellectual respect for myself to watch the freaking Golden Globes last night. So I did what I normally do and just watched the news and read the Bible. Uh, a couple of things we'll talk about when we get back. Um, uh, first off, we we've learned a little bit more about these documents that were in this th- supposed think tank. Uh, that Joe Biden is, uh, you know, is, claims he didn't know anything about. Well, he didn't know anything about the didn't know anything about the documents in this in this thing, you know, in this office that he himself used for a brief time. Uh, didn't know anything about these documents that uh, you know in this think tank office, not too far from the Capitol, that Hunter Biden apparently had access to. Some Chinese guy Trey was saying had access to this. Okay, if if Donald Trump was guilty of something, so is Joe Biden. Only Joe Biden is is more guilty, and I'll tell you why when we get back. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSa. Anywhere, Anywhere. Anytime. anytime, and it's just wherever you need it, you can just go online and get it. Get the Sean Ryman Show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Yeah, man, News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. This is my dumb little show. The phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. Um, well, Joe Biden was asked about these documents uh, that were discovered on November 2nd, by the way, by his own in- attorneys uh, in this this alleged <laughs> alleged think tank, which was really just a freaking office. In fact, he used it as a private office uh, from about halfway through 2017 uh, to when he began running for president. And uh, his lawyer said they were clearing it out because I guess they didn't need it anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, the name stays because he gets paid for the name. The, the Joe Biden, whatever the hell, think tank, whatever the hell it's called, the Joe Biden broom closet at Penn State. I don't know. The actual office is not too far from the Capitol. And uh, it's now, mind you, the 11th of January. They found out about this on the 2nd of November, and we're just hearing about it this week. And uh, Joe Biden was asked about it in Mexico City. He said, uh, the documents, uh, you know, it's, it's, I don't know what's in them. My lawyers are, I'm paraphrasing. He says, my lawyers are telling me not to ask what they are. Direct quote, I don't know what's in the documents. My lawyers have not suggested I ask what documents they were. Uh, and beyond that, he's just saying, you know, I people know how seriously I take classified information. Go ahead. I was briefed about this discovery and surprised to learn that there are any government records that were taken there to that office. But I don't know what's in the documents. I've, my lawyers have not suggested I ask what documents they were. I've turned over the boxes. They've turned over the boxes to the archives, and we're cooperating fully cooperating fully with the review and which I hope will be finished soon and uh, there'll be more detail 
at that time. Right. Exactly what they said. Exactly what Donald Trump did, actually. You know, uh, cooperated with uh, the folks he was supposed to cooperate with. Uh, with these boxes that were at that were at Mar-a-Lago that were locked up in a room that nobody could get into, we're hearing more and more about Hunter Biden and this Chinese guy passing through this office on a regular basis and access to this stuff. So, should he be impeached for this? Yes. the The, the thing is, he, he's not a former. At that point, he was a. He, these are these are these are documents, and apparently they're from they're about, they're concerning Ukraine. And these were documents uh, from his vice presidential era, and a vice president, unlike the president, does not have the legal authority to declassify documents. So the fact that these documents were there is, in and of itself, uh, it's against it's 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 illegal. Uh, there are multiple reasons why Joe Biden, Donald Trump was was impeached multiple occasions on multiple occasions for nothing. Joe Biden, there's observably true stuff that we know about him that is certainly impeachable. The border notwithstanding. The border, probably the biggest one. Secondary, or second, secondly, you could probably say, really sort of kind of funding a war in Ukraine. Billions and billions of dollars going overseas to Ukraine without any oversight. We have no idea where it's going. Uh, nobody has any say in it. But uh, very obviously, the border situation uh, is uh, is uh, what he uh, should be impeached for, and certainly having these documents at this office is certainly impeachable. Is it going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, uh, it'd be nice if it did, but I don't think it will. I think the uh, swamp is protecting itself uh, uh, with this guy uh, and protecting him, and they have been for a long time. Mayorkas, uh, Alejandro Mayorkas was uh, was impeached. Her letters were written up uh, and filed, and uh, he is being impeached. And I, I, I think this is a good start. And uh, he's being impeached for, for three uh, different things on three different charges. And I find this interesting, and this was... Um, this was filed by uh, Pat Fallon, who is uh, a congressman out of, out of Texas. Uh, filed articles of impeachment uh, on three different uh, charges. Uh, first and foremost, um, he, uh, he, as the Secretary of Homeland Security, it's his first and foremost responsibility to protect all of our, bo- every single inch of our freaking border, which he has not done. Very obviously. Uh, secondly, he is being impeached for perjuring, for lying under oath to Congress about the security of the border. And thirdly, and this is my favorite one, uh, the third article of impeachment uh, is saying that Mayorkas publicly and falsely slandered border agents who were accused of whipping Haitian migrants near the southern border. That's a direct quote from the uh, Fox News article and from the documents themselves. And I... I, you know, uh, he's never apologized. He's never walked back anything he said. We now know that Alejandro Mayorkas, on that day that that story broke, he knew that day that these were false charges and that these border agents had not whipped anyone. And yet that evening, if you remember that afternoon, he went on the air in front of the American people and said exactly the opposite, which means he lied, right? So uh, we'll, we'll see how far this goes with the impeachment of Alejandro Mayorkas. Uh, Biden, I, I think, yeah, I, should he be impeached? Well, hell to the yes. Is he going to be impeached? I, I don't think so. They can sacrifice Mayorkas, but they're not going to let Biden go down. Uh, 210-599-5555. The news that's hot. Extraordinarily hot situation right now. Minutes away at the top on News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA. Hi. How are you? 
Uh, a couple of things. Uh, the Mega Millions. The Mega Millions has rolled over. It's now like one, something ridiculous, like $1.5 billion or something. And uh, I was going to buy a ticket yesterday, and for whatever reasons, I didn't end up, end up buying a ticket. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, that's why nobody won. Uh, I'll be buying one today, James. I'll be buying me a, and Don, I'll be buying me a Mega Millions ticket today, though. All right. Well, you saved I, yourself six bucks from yesterday. Well, it's true. I, I love my job. Don't get me wrong. I got a pretty pretty cool gig, right? I just kind of show up and run my mouth for four hours. You'd, you know, be, lucky to, you'd be lucky to get a text from me. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I love my job, but $1.5 billion, my ass might have to start sleeping in. I'm oh, just I'm, saying. I'm out. Said my ass might start sleeping in. I don't know if Don Morgan would keep working or not, or if he'd be done too. Uh, speaking of Don Morgan, he loves when I talk about. I think secretly he has a crush on her too, but he will, he'd never admit it on the air. But Sarah Huckabee Sanders. And you give me crap about Gwyneth Paltrow. I'm just saying Sarah Huckabee is the first female governor governor of the state of Arkansas. And uh, she did something really interesting uh, on her first day. Apart from banning TikTok, she got rid of uh, Latinx uh, on all the uh, official documents uh, out of Arkansas. Why? Because Hispanic people hate Latinx. It's a, it's a, it's stupid. I don't know one person. I don't that know. Thinks that makes sense. Well, I'm sure there's plenty of kids uh, that are under 22 years old <laughs> that think it's really cool and trendy to have an X after the right. Latin. You know, because it's gender's bad. But it's a romantic language. You you cannot remove the gender references from. Yeah, but, I don't know Spanish, but I know enough about it as a language that you can't remove the gender references from that language. We'd have to start all over. You'd have to start all freaking over, man. It's fundamental to the freaking language. And we're notoriously slow about starting things over. No, <laughs> we really don't want to do that. We're just going to stick he with it. He said it, not me, okay? This Latinx over here. <laughs> I just, you know, it, 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 Latinx is something that, you know, Caucasian liberals came up with. And like you said, liberals who are probably under the age of 22 or 23. It's so insulting. It, well, it, it really kind of is. It's, it's very. I would be very insulted by it. Because it's insulting because it was not brought up by the Hispanic community. No. It, it's not something that has been discussed in the Hispanic community uh, that I know of. No, this was just to appease the honkies. No, appease, no. This is about white people. <laughs> white liberal pukes. Feeling cool and trendy, like you said, trendy about themselves. And so the the, the vivacious, the beautiful, the stunning Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Um, yes, stunning. I don't really care about that. I, I just I brought it up because any time I get a chance to talk about her, I do. I don't know what it is about her. I don't know. It's her hulking girth. I don't, I don't know what it is about her that just I, I like. I, I, she's not my wife. I don't, I don't like her like that. I mean, my wife is, very, is, is a very attractive woman. I'm just saying, and Don Morgan has been mocking me for this for for a lot of years. The dude, there's just something about Sarah. I don't know what it is. I don't know know if it was was her tough as nails attitude when she was the way she would fling journalists over her shoulders when she was the press secretary. You have them out of the room. You have a deal with uh, aggressive women that turns you on. I do, and my wife's aggressive. Yeah, I like tough, aggressive women with black hair, with dark hair. I just do. And the weird eye thing helps, too, because I like weird eyes. I don't know why. I've always had a thing for chicks with weird eyes. Alanis Morissette Alanis sings Mor- aggressively. You Aggr- don't, you I like Alanis her? Morissette. I, do, I like aggressive women. I, like, I don't like women who are, you know, like, yeah. what do you want to eat? Oh, I just have a glass of water and some salad, as Eddie Murphy would say. <laughs> I don't want a chick who's going to nosh half a turkey down. I, I, I want somebody who's, t- you know, I, I like aggressive women, and she's, she's certainly that. It's just something about Sarah. 2105. Do you think Sarah Huckabee is hot? Taking your calls, 210-599-5555. All phone lines are open because nobody does. Do you think Sarah Huckabee Sanders is hot? Governor Sanders, do you think she's hot? Taking your calls, 210-599-5555. She did ban TikTok, and uh, more and more, a few other governors have done this. Well, we have the federal level, isn't that? Didn't that they happen wanted to? to. I don't oh. think it happened. But uh, TikTok is the, what's stupid about TikTok is we pretty much knew from day one that TikTok was a way for the Chinese Chinese to scoop up information on people. 
Like we knew that fairly early on. That that <laughs> that and again, again, the aforementioned twenty-two and twenty-three-year-olds to show their boobs on camera. I mean, you know, we 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 uh, we knew very early on that this was about China and, and information. We should have figured that out quickly. Yeah, just like ping pong, TikTok. You're so racist. Oh my God, what a racist thing. How do, I can't believe you said that. Actually, we've said that to each other off mic, I think. Ping pong, TikTok. Sorry. Hey, we love Asian Americans on this show. You know why? Because you guys get screwed left and right in this country. You just get, for some odd reason, you Asian Americans are the one minority the Democrats don't give a crap about and don't want on their college campuses. It's so true. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) They can't stand you guys. You guys get so screwed over and everything, man. You look at you look at this uh, this uh, what was it uh, the Virginia College where they uh, uh, the Northern Virginia College where they were not telling or not college uh, high school where they were not telling the, oh, the, the valid, kids who, yeah. who who won the uh, merit scholars. the merit scholar uh, scholars scholarship uh, 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 acknowledgments they weren't a lot of those kids they weren't telling were guess what Asian Americans yep so act all offended by our freaking TikTok ping pong joke but you know what. Eric Swalwell, okay? Asian American, this is the only radio show in America probably where you hear where you actually hear how Asian Americans get screwed over left and right in this country <laughs> by the very people who claim that they want to fight for the rights of minorities, you know? Unless you got an abacus in your hand, then they're going to forget all about you. They don't want nothing to do with you. I'm just saying. Uh, two one zero. That was bad. Two one zero. I don't care. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Sarah, Sarah could be. Ooh, Sarah. We're gonna take a little breaky, wakey, wakey. When we come back, uh, we'll talk about some of the. Uh, uh, well, more of the same. I, I want to talk some more about the FAA thing and every flight in America landing or being forced to land. First time since nine eleven. It's coming up on News Talk five fifty KTSA. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. Five minutes after 10 on News Talk 550 KTSA. This week's going quickly. Happy damn Wednesday to you. And the uh, the phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. What are, you, what, are you, what are you thinking about this thing with this computer system with the FAA and uh, all the flights being grounded? Uh, it, it's, it's still, you heard some coverage there on ABC. Uh, it's obviously caused a lot of havoc uh, across the country, which will continue. The, the The ground stop is over. But all of this, uh, because, you know, a computer system went down. That's one of these systems, I don't know anything about aviation, but it communicates, I imagine, with traffic control, air traffic controllers and pilots. As, as far as what the hell's up in the air, you got to know about it, right? So why did it just go down all of a sudden? It's weird. Uh, so I don't know what you think is going on. If you have any thoughts, I, I'm also, uh, Fox news is now reporting. And, uh, this is the first I've seen, uh, Fox report this. Uh, we were talking about this on where in Rima that these documents that were, uh, in this supposed think tank with Joe Biden's name on it, which is really just a private office that he used, uh, were, uh, documents that concerned intelligence on Iran and Ukraine. It's a little quinky dinky, don't you think? And he didn't know anything about it. Uh this this story just stinks more and more. Uh and uh I given the fact that uh Merrick Garland uh and a lot of other folks within the administration actually worked uh, at this think tank uh, in 2017 and 2018 while it was functioning. And uh, they all have administration posts, if not, uh, uh, you know, I'm sorry, Anthony Blinken. That's who I meant to say. Anthony Blinken uh, uh, was uh, uh, the director of this think tank, uh, and now he's your secretary of state. So I, I, it stinks, it smells, and you know what? This is all precisely what they accused Donald Trump of doing and, and uh, after several impeachments found out that he didn't do it. In other words, Trump, being the president, had some documents uh, in boxes 
uh, that uh, very soon after his presidency, uh, he alerted his attorneys about and uh, and Department of Justice guys and all that and these uh, archival uh, folks to, that these things existed and that they could do whatever they want. He cooperated fully with, with authorities and investigators on the documents at Mar-a-Lago, despite the fact that he had been uh, cooperating with them. They sent basically a whole bunch of FBI guys rappelling down into Mar-a-Lago, Mar-a-Lago and we're, we're going through Ivanka's underwear drawer and all that happy crap, and he didn't do anything wrong. And he had cooperated. And he's an ex-president. And ex-presidents have the legal authority, authority to uh, declassify documents if they so choose. Vice president, no. And does it, does it not bother you even more? Because I'll tell you what, the moron crowd doesn't give a crap. The moron crowd, as David uh, Van Camp says, Orange man, bad. So, you know, D- Donald Trump is just horrible. Conservatives are horrible. And Democrats can never do any wrong. And uh, the moron crowd that supports a guy like Joe Biden, who is a, morally a piece of crap, Joe Biden is the very definition of swamp, of swamp critter. And the morons will support him beyond all reason, his colleagues, his uh Co-conspirators, if you will, within the media are going to make the story go away as quickly as they can. But a little weird, huh, that the documents in, in, in question are documents relating to Ukraine and Iran. Especially Ukraine. Especially, and we, we played the audio earlier on Where in Rima, and you've, you've seen the video of, of Joe Biden bragging about how he withheld or was threatening to withhold uh, aid uh, to Ukraine if they didn't drop the investigation into uh, into Hunter Biden. Uh, and, and now we find that these, these classified documents that he's not supposed to legally have in his possession, which is an impeachable offense, which is illegal, have to do with Ukraine. It's kind of odd, don't you think? And yet Biden, uh, as he claimed yesterday in Mexico City, doesn't he has no idea. He, he didn't know these documents were there, even though he occupied this office uh, on a regular basis starting in 2017. He is, uh, we played this audio earlier, he is claiming that his own lawyers are telling him not to ask what the document, think about that, his own lawyers are telling him, he claims, not to ask what's in the documents. All right, Joe. Just check out Fox News. You can see what's in the do- what's in the documents. It's it's all over right now. It's it's this is being widely reported now that these are these were Ukrainian intel documents. So I you know I I don't know from the media standpoint. Yeah, they're going to make this go away as quickly as possible. Uh, impeach? I, he should be. Will he be? I don't know. I I tend not to think so because I'm very cynical at this point. But, you know, it's it's another example, and uh, if you're a Democrat, maybe you can, and you're listening to this show because you, I don't know, you hate yourself secretly, maybe you can explain to me why it is that prominent Democrats tend to be guilty of the stuff they accuse other people of doing. Have you noticed that? You will respect my authority! You will, well, depends on whose authority we're talking about. Caught man. Uh, yeah, Biden, he's a scumbag. He's a moral snake. He's always been that. So don't tell me he didn't know these documents were there. I don't buy it. And now we're also learning that, uh, that Hunter and I guess some Chinese guy had access to this, this so-called think tank on a regular basis. Kind of weird, huh? Let me ask you again, if you are a liberal puke, I'm sorry. That's, it's so freaking insulting. If you're a uh, moronic Democrat, and and you, and do you are you cool with this? You, you see anything wrong here? The reported, the reportage, the reportage. I'm trying to sound fancy now. The reportage, uh, if you can even you know call it that, from yesterday was just obnoxious. Every story concerning these documents. Uh, half the story uh, was about Trump. If you notice, like every story, whether it was ABC on this station, whether it was uh, 
CNN or MSNBC, every stinking story about the documents at the think tank, uh, uh, they would they would transition to Trump as quickly as possible. And yet again, arguably, we have a you know, Trump. First off, Trump was found to be guilty of nothing. If if, if he'd done something illegally, they already would have indicted him, man. They would have. They haven't because they ain't got nothing. Uh, but you know, now that it's Biden, everything we heard yesterday, and again, it's more. If, if this makes sense, it's more illegal that Biden had these documents, were which were actually uh, intelligence documents that uh, uh, you certainly wouldn't want Chinese eyes uh, casting a casting a glance at. And uh, all you heard yesterday was, "Ah, oh, it's no big deal." Ah, it's a Republican plot. They're just trying to make him look bad. Donald Trump, dot, dot, dot. But seriously, if you are uh, somebody who supports Joe Biden, does this this not bother you in any way, shape, or form? And if it doesn't, why? Uh, Let's go to John. John, how you doing? Oh, Josh. Josh, I'm sorry. Josh, how you doing? You there, buddy? All right. Uh, I don't know where he is. Uh, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. So a couple of questions on the table here for you. Uh, first off, are you, if you are a Biden supporter, and I know you're out there, uh, uh, does this thing with the documents and the think tank, does this not bother you in any way, shape, or form? And if not, why, if you were so bothered by what you believe Donald Trump did? And secondly, uh, a lot of people are still asking this question, and, and you're 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 seeing this, uh, you know, on, on social media. What the hell happened with this computer system with the uh, with these uh, the, these flight systems? We got them now. Josh, you there? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you, buddy. What are you What are you thinking? Uh, well, I just wanted to say a couple of quick things. One, yes, you're right. Anything the Democrats say, they someone else is doing. You can pretty much Russia should they're doing it. Yeah. Um, with Trump, he was the president. Anything he had in his possession could be considered declassified. I, that's all already been gone over multiple times. Right. And like you said, they haven't found nothing. But for Biden, he was a vice president. Yeah. Even, even one page is enough that he should be uh, prosecuted. Absolutely. Do you think he will be? No. Because we already <laughs> know the justice system. We already know the justice system right. for the Democrats is a lot different than the justice system for conservatives. Well, I and I've I've already forgot who who mentioned this yesterday or Monday, I think it was, but uh there are there obviously is a two tier justice system in this country. There's one yes, there's one justice system for guys like Biden and there's the other justice system for the rest of us. That's painfully yes, sir, obvious. All right, man. Thanks yeah. for the thanks for the call, buddy. Let's go to uh Billy. Billy, how you doing? Hey, I'm good. Thank you for taking my call. And I'm just going to say that I think we got to be careful with this because it could be that they're going to use this to uh, to uh, say that uh, they are they're they're being equal and they're going against uh, they're not they're not just going against one side. They're I, they're going against both sides. You know, I heard Jamie Markley say that yesterday. Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins. That that was his thought. That maybe this uh, is a way to kind of blunt any criticism towards Biden. Uh, towards the D- the DOJ for not being equal and treating Biden the same as Trump, I, w- I mean it right, wouldn't yeah, surprise exactly. me. I mean, uh, still, it's it's given the nature of of the documents as we now understand them. Though, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I and I appreciate the call, man. I, I tend to uh, err on the side of uh, well, this is kind of they, they they really didn't want this to happen, and they want this story to go away very very quickly. Obviously, they didn't want people knowing about this story because they found the documents on November 2nd. So, <laughs> it's January, you know. So, <clears throat> we know that uh, the majority of the Democrats don't want him to run again. Right. Uh, there's that, too. Well, this is a very convenient uh, way to I, remove him from the equation. I forgot. I think it was David Van Camp who brought that up as well. Yeah, I mean, that may be. And How do we get rid of Joe? Because you got to shuffle him off. You don't want nobody wants him running again. So he, we're, we're we're you know from a Democrat standpoint, they're going to be lucky if he finishes out this term. And uh, maybe this is a, a way of uh, shuffling Joe out. And uh, you know I don't know what they do with Kamala at that point. But uh, as far as running, 
I mean, before his term would be up. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Weird crap, man. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Hi, this is Jack Riccardi, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA. I, Fox News just flashed something on the screen that made me want to barf. Yeah, we're, you know, we're talking about this 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 North American summit they had with uh, the president of Mexico and Justin Trudeau, and what a what a great thing it was, and they accomplished so much. Uh, and they 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 just uh, had up on the screen there. It's called the Declaration of Northern America. And then they show the bullet points of the Declaration of North America. This is what they actually did. This is what they. This is what these three leaders pledged to work on together because apparently these are the most important things facing North America. Uh, there's a bunch of crap, but the, the very first thing on the list, what do you think it was? Do you think it was immigration? Migration? Organized crime? The cartels? Was it anything? like Nope. The number one thing the three leaders who signed on to the Declaration of Northern, Northern America want to work on Diversity, equity, and inclusion. Aren't you sick of those three stinking words? Diversity, equity, and inclusion. So, in other words, if you got a Sicario, and, uh, you know, he's pretty good at his gig, but, you know, he feels like he needs a transition, the cartels need to embrace that. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, you know, you, you... you hit man, you know, wants to start wearing a dress. Be cool with it, man. He's still doing the gig. Migration, by the way, was number fourth on the list. <laughs> it was the fourth thing, I guess, they're going to deal with. But diversity, equity, and inclusion, numero uno, baby. Uh, also, my wife has kind of embarrassed me on Facebook, and I need to address this just briefly because uh, I, I think I mentioned to you guys that uh, I don't know if Don Morgan's working or doing new stuff or not he's always doing that new stuff and can't come on the show but i got my wife was embarrassed because there's a meme going around and i told you guys that like now that christmas is over i got what i call the trifecta right i got the wedding anniversary (laughs) which technically is two anniversaries because i also proposed to her on valentine's day so i got the wedding anniversary I got the uh, I got Valentine's Day and my wife's birthday is around that time. The three big stinking holidays that I can't screw up. It's your time to shine, Sean. And there's a meme going around. I don't know if you guys saw this that says, uh, "Get her something expensive this year for Valentine's Day," and it shows a carton of eggs. <laughs> yes, yes. Now I know which post you're talking about. And my wife had to bring up, and I don't know. I, I bring this up every couple of years because it's been a few years since then. But when it comes to buying gifts for people, okay, I tend to want to know what you want. I want to know what would make you happy, you know, because I, I, I actually kind of suck at buying people gifts. So I want to, I want to, I try to get people things that they, they, I know they would enjoy or want. And we were coming up on Valentine's Day one year, a few years ago, maybe three years ago. Yes, I believe so. And oh, you know, see, I saw the me. post. I saw, saw the, the post. post, and three, like three years, and and. My wife, for months, all she would talk about is, oh, I wish I had a tortilla press. Oh, if only I could make my own tortillas. If only I had one of those fancy tortilla presses they have at Walmart. I mean, she just that's what she talked about. So for Valentine's Day, I got her a tortilla press. <laughs> I have not heard the end of that for three freaking years, man. Yeah. It's what she wanted. She wanted a tortilla press. She's like, Oh, why don't you get me a bucket and a mop, too? Like, baby, baby, you've been saying you want a tortilla press. Yeah, but that doesn't scream Valentine's Day. You could have just got that for her just because. Well, just because. Yeah. It's what she wanted, man. So I'm like, well, this will make her happy. This is what she says she wants. What do you want, 50, 60 bucks with the whole thing? For the tortilla press? Less less than that. Like 40 bucks. Actually, at H-E-B. I got it at H-E-B. Mm-hmm. And I have not, my, my mother-in-law shakes her head at me. And I'm like, it's what she wanted, man. She wanted a tortilla press. I got a tortilla press. 
You messed up on that one. I guess I should have got her some lingerie and sex toys. <laughs> what was I thinking? It was Valentine's Day. <laughs> what was I thinking? With some, with, with some chocolates, you know? And you can she use... said she wanted a freaking tortilla press, so that's what I got her. You could have used one of the toys to roll out the tortillas. Oh, come on! <laughs> no! <laughs> no! Oh, God. Oh. No! What the hell is wrong depends with Depends on whether you're making... No. Which one do you use? Depends on whether you're making street tacos or like oh, the full-size burritos. Stop! They got to use the oh, big one. Oh, no. Double no. dip. Yeah, you double dip right there. <laughs> She's happy and you get tortillas. Oh, God. Oh, but who would want to eat them, man? <laughs> who would want to eat them? Oh, you guys are going to hell. Well, I know that, Don. I've been aware of that for several decades <laughs> no, at this point. Oh, no, stop. No, of course I'm going to hell. Look at what me. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm just saying. No, you did not. I just said I'm going to hell. What? <laughs> you said you were going to buy her sex toys for Valentine's well, Day. Well, what? <laughs> it just went into all of this. <laughs> because you bought the woman a tortilla press well, for Valentine's Day. next time Day. I'll do better. Next time, this year, I'll get her something else. Well, that's I think not, we uh, already have a, a line on what your plans are for this I think, year. I and think I'm gonna, I will. <laughs> I'm going to have to say she will probably <laughs> disagree. Oh, God, a guy just sent me an email or a text or a first PM that I don't know if I can say on the air or not. You probably deserve it. What would those be made with? A dill, like a pickle, D-I-L-L. Oh, no, just stop right there. (laughs) Just second word. All right, never mind. Just stop. I think I should. Yeah. (laughs) She wanted a tortilla press. That's when I got her. And she kept saying she wanted a tortilla press, so I got her a tortilla press. I got to take a break. Two one zero. You have a, an uncanny ability to misread the room. <laughs> she says that. That's right. Yeah. Like she can't give me cues. I don't pick up on them. Any right. kind of couple cues, you know? Yeah. Because she's thinking, you know, reverse psychology. I'll tell him I want a tortilla press. There's no way he's going to get me. No. Nope. And, and you got it. For Say me. you want a tortilla press. I got right. you a tortilla press. Oh my God. With the sex toys and the tortilla press. <laughs> Flatten them out a little. Uh, let me t- take a little break here. <laughs> Anywhere, Anywhere. Anytime. anytime. And it's just wherever you need it, you can just go online and get it. Get the Sean Ryman Show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And we're back. Uh, Leslie's on hold. I think she wants to yell at me about... This business of me getting my wife a tortilla press for Valentine's Day a few years ago. And then what a bookbinder in England is doing to make a safe space for trans people when they're reading certain books. Here's Leslie. Leslie, how you doing? I'm good. How about you? Pretty good. What are you thinking? Well, I don't know why you're in trouble. I don't either. I'll be married 39 years in March. God bless you. And my husband gets me whatever I want, Christmas, birthday, Valentine's, anniversary, and I'm happy. If I want it, he gets it. See, on that's, days, and I'm happy with that. That's great. That is whatever You just tell him what you want, and he gets it for you. No, right. no mystery. So if you wanted a tortilla press and the dude got you a tortilla press, that'd be cool. Right. Well, I, I don't I don't understand. My wife, she talked for six months about how she wanted a, wanted a tortilla press. I got her one. And now suddenly I'm the bad guy. Say hello to the bad the tortilla press buying bad guy. I, I would say yeah, you're, you are good. I love you. Well, God bless you. I love you, too. Thank you. Thanks for the call. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I'm get you a Valentine's present, too. I'm kidding. She's been married 39 years. That'd be bad. Uh, I, I, I'm just seeing this, and it's one of those, oh, come on, stories. Lauer Flom, <laughs> that's his name, Lauer Flom, is a self-described artist. 
Where is this guy? Is this guy? Oh, he's in Canada. He's in Canada. <laughs> he lives in Toronto, Canada. And he's taken on a new project uh, as a kid. He read the Harry Potter books and loved them. J.K. Rowling did more to get young people reading freaking books again than any other author that has gone before her. And uh, he loved the Harry Potter books when he was a kid growing up, but then later on in life when he was an adult and he discovered he was transgendered, her views on transgenderism in women's sports, by his own words, have left a bad taste in his mouth. And so Lauer Flom of Toronto, Canada, uh, is rebinding hardcover editions of the Harry Potter books, but he's removing J.K. Rowling's name. He's re- removing the title page and the copyright page uh, and offering alternative versions so that trans kids can read freaking Harry Potter books and not be weirded out by the fact that they're written by J.K. Rowling. He says the project is spurred by her transphobia. Uh, And so uh, for 140, whatever the hell they have in Canada... Uh, this guy, you send this doofus, uh, your Harry, your hardcover Harry Potter books and he will rip them apart, take out all references to JK Rowling and then rebind them for you and send them to you. So your trans ass can read them and not feel weird. Can we just stop at this point, man? Can we just stop? Do you know how obnoxious this is getting? With this trans crap, it really is. You're canceling one of the most liberal authors on planet Earth, attempting to cancel one of the most liberal authors on planet Earth, and frankly, uh, a, a former single mom who is also one of the most successful female authors ever. I know you hate gender and stuff, but you people used to be about feminism. J.K. Rowling is someone the left ought to be gushing over. And you know what? Before she started talking about trannies in sports, they did. They loved her. And then J.K. Rowling made them, one of the most, again, female or male, one of the most successful authors, I think, ever. I think she might actually hold that designation. And because she says dudes shouldn't compete against women in women's sports, oh, she's transphobic and she's awful. Oh, sit down and shut up. You know what? You're still a dude. How does that make you feel? You can live however the hell you want to live. You know what? But leave the rest of us alone, man. I am so trannied out. Okay, if you're a dude and you're competing against women in women's sports and you're sopping up all their scholarships and all their tournament prizes, okay, you're the a-hole in the room, all right? You're the jerk. Not J.K. Rowling for suggesting there might be something unfair about that. You can't read a freaking Harry Potter book. And see J.K. Rowling's name. So this guy is getting, he's making money off of, a, hey, look, dude, if you care that much about it, do it for free. Why, why are you charging? It's not, they're sending you the books, right? He's just doing the labor. If this is your cause, dude, why are you charging money? You know what his other job is? He's a bartender. I got nothing against bartenders. I've known quite a few over the course of my life. But, you know, come on, dude. Get a grip. Get a hold of yourself, man. Oh, and if only I could tell you what David Van Camp had to say about my idea of using sex toys as a tortilla press. Can't do it. 210. <laughs> I guess he heard that bit, huh? 210-599-5555. David, if you're listening, that was funny as hell. Anyway, I'd share it on the air, but I need this job. 210-599-5555. We'll take a break. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. 
The latest news, traffic, and weather are minutes away at the top of the hour. As you will learn next, that is what's happening on News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I think we've hit all the major stories today. Oh, yeah, the Golden Globes are last night. No, I didn't watch. I, I, I didn't watch the Golden Globes because, A, I don't have any desire to watch any award shows anymore. These stinking sanctimonious celebrities have ruined it for me. As I said earlier, Will Smith smacking Chris Rock was the most interesting thing I've seen in an award show in years. It's a blueprint, and I followed it my whole career. <laughs> Eddie Murphy. It's very simple. There's three things you do. just do. These three things. Pay your taxes. Mind your business and keep Will Smith's wife's name out your <laughs> mouth. <laughs> there you go. That was the highlight. That was pretty much it. Oh, yes. President Zelensky. Uh, they showed a pre recorded message from President Vladimir Zelensky from Ukraine. And uh, Steven Spielberg won some crap. You know, I, 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 um, I, first off, I haven't seen any of the shows or any of the movies. I saw Elvis. That was it. Well, the movies and TV shows. I, you know, I actually tried to watch. There's a new uh, show about uh, uh, it's George and Tammy about um, Tammy Wynette and uh, George Jones. And uh, it's a limited. It's only like six episodes, I think. And I tried to watch that, but that Shannon guy they got playing. George, I just can't stand that guy. Do you know who I'm talking about? I can't think, I'm trying to think of the, the actor's full name. Let me look it up real quick. Because th- this guy, he, 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 first movie I ever saw him in was years and years ago. Remember the movie Bug with Naomi Judd? It was, uh, or oh. Ashley Judd. It was a really weird flick, but it was really good. Well, the Nashville community is... Uh, what are they saying? They're very happy with the... Are they are? Yes. Uh, what is that guy's name? Let me look it up here now. Now I gotta look it up. The Chastain girl. Michael Shannon. That's his name. Now she's great. Michael Shannon, though, and Steve Zahn's in it. He's one of my favorites. Uh, Michael Shannon is one of these guys like Sean Penn, where he's just he's so filled with hatred for anybody who is not a liberal, just a raving liberal. He's done interview after interview where he's he's very insulting. You know, he's just kind of a jerk. Well, then why? Is and he I, I've gotten to this point where I can't. He's like Sean Penn. I can't separate him from the character he's playing. Well, he can't separate the uh, historical facts of George Jones from a paycheck because George Jones was not liberal. <laughs> I did. I think I've heard that. I didn't think he was. No, no. So anyway, I can't watch it because like it's pretty good. I just keep seeing that guy. You know, and it's uh, and and, and I just can't. Uh, I, it's I can't watch it. Michael, you ruined it. You know, he was a great General Zod <laughs> in that Superman flick. But now I just see the the raging jerk who hates my stinking guts because of who I vote for. Probably hates me because I love Jesus too. But uh, it's just one. Of, some of these. That's where I, I always I have a lot of respect for guys like. Uh, and you'll hear like Anthony Hopkins will say this. Probably, I think, one of the finest actors the human race has ever produced. And Anthony Hopkins will tell you, I don't talk about my politics. You know, I'm an actor. I want people to believe I am who I am portraying. And I, it, the less they know about me personally, the better. And, and I agree. And, and so with this Michael Shannon guy, I've just read and seen too many interviews with him. And it's kind of like I said earlier about Popovich. I don't really watch the Spurs anymore because the head coach, if he knew anything about me, would hate my stinking guts. And think I'm a freaking racist. Same thing with this guy. So it's like, why do I want to watch your damn show when you've been very outspoken about your 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 disdain and hatred, frankly, for people like me? And I'm one of those guys where I don't, you know, I like to keep politics and art separate. You know, I mean, it's it's uh, it's tough to do these days with a lot of people. And so I hate to be that guy who's like, I can't watch your show because it's you, and I know too much about you. But it's true. And I think that's something that's fairly indicative primarily of, of, of actors because, again, actors are involved in an art form or practice an art form where you're, you're being somebody else. I know Eddie Vedder. I know what his politics are, but I can still listen to Pearl Jam. You know what I mean? I you know, I, I, 
you, you wouldn't listen to any music for the most part if you only listen to people whose political ideologies meshed up with yours. But again, when it comes to acting, though, that's different. Because I, you're asking me to believe you are who you're portraying. And, and uh, you know, that's what it's yeah, Alec Baldwin is another one who, you know, frankly, is a really, really, really good actor. But I lost it for him years ago because the guy says always front and center with his hatred and disdain for, again, people like me. And it's, it, you can't, I can't uh, disassociate the real person from the character enough to, to even watch, watch their stuff. So anyway, uh, George and Tammy, it's good. You know, if it, it's real, it's actually very good. But again, I just, I can't, I can't get around Michael Shannon. <laughs> oh, well. But yeah, so I didn't watch the Golden Globes because I don't, I don't, I don't know any of the movies or any any of the TV shows. I haven't even seen Yellowstone, man. But one thing that's kind of cool, there's a movie I've almost watched it. Everything you want all at once, or something. I can't remember that. It's got a really funky title. But the guy who the guy who played Short Round in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. It's Doctor Jones, doll. That guy in what is arguably the most disliked. Indiana Jones movie, even though I thought it was fine. He won a Golden Globe because now as an adult, he's, he's in that movie, and I guess the movie did very well. So that's kind of cool. Did you notice The Whale? Oh, I guess The Whale isn't out yet. I guess The Whale hasn't been released yet, the Brendan Fraser movie. Because you would have thought that movie would have done very well, but I guess it's not, it's not eligible yet because it hasn't been released. Right. Because I'm hearing a lot of good stuff about that movie. I'm also hearing a lot of bad stuff because a lot of people are saying, because he plays no beast man, a lot of people who have nothing else to do are saying, only obese people should play obese people. And so it's horrible that a non-obese guy like Brendan Fraser played a fat guy. It's so wrong. So before they've even seen the freaking movie, they're already, you know, making their jive political judgment about it. So I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, nope, didn't watch the Golden Globes. I was a bad talk show host yesterday. Sorry. Just couldn't force myself through it. But Eddie Murphy had the line of the night. Thank you, James. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. And keep Will Smith's wife's name out your mouth. <laughs>